Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. We are back for some more Lost. What was the name of this episode, Nick? Further Instructions. Ah, okay. Further Instructions Which, from the Allen. Yes. So this first time this season we've gotten to see what's going on on the Survivor side of things. With Locke. With Locke. I do recall one of the frustrations about going through this episode originally, like season three, it's a frustrating way to bring back to, like, we've been wondering about what all the stuff's going on the hatch, and uh, they reveal these things in such a lost way. <laughs> yeah. Like, this weird, like, smoke vision things, like, well, no, we just want to know what happened to the hatch, and they're like, oh, it imploded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Failsafe, what's that all about? Uh, it released the electromagnetic anomaly, like, oh, oh okay. Just give some very brief answers, and then... Spent a lot more time on things that people didn't know they needed to know. Yeah. More well, questions. More, more questions, basically. Oh, but that's what makes yeah. Lost so great. Because every time you're like, wait, what? It's so exciting that way. So, like, let's start with Desmond, just because it's a small <laughs> It's a small part. It's a small part. Uh, I mean, and yeah, that, that's a classic, like, what is going on <laughs> here? Uh, I, I mean, mean it, who wore it best? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, uh, clearly, Scottish Jesus did. <laughs> He's looking very Jesus he, at this point. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'll be it's it'll be fun to watch Desmond's uh, weird predicting the future here on all out. season, basically. Basically, yeah. But I, I love that. Like you watch this first, and just like, wait, uh, it's time. But why? You know, it's, uh, you have no explanation. But like, he knows the future somehow. And Hurley, once again, is the voice of the audience. Although, what a great introduction for the season for Hurley. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Is that you, Bear? <laughs> well, I guess let's go ahead and talk with Locke, because he's the takes up the yeah. bulk of this, and we can get to some of this periphery stuff. That dream sequence with Boone, I kind of dig it, because it, it doesn't feel very much like any other like hallucinatory moment from the series that I can think of. Everyone at the Oceanic... Uh, or the airport. airport. Um, I thought it worked really well. It was really cool. I was just, it, it was interesting. And oh. so we, we get in the flashback explanation of how he knows about sweat lodges and how to use drugs. Yes. And guns. And no, guns. That was, that was all in the flashback. Now, question. Who exactly was directing Locke in all this is the is a question I have right here. <sighs> See, I don't know that you can have a firm answer because part of me thinks there is enough just weird spiritual stuff on the island. It wouldn't have to be one of our two forces. It's entirely possible, especially since we know that dead people can talk on the island. Yeah. So that is kind of my inclination that it's possible the island actually was talking to him. Although that moment with Echo, who seemed sort of possessed at the end, had me kind of suspicious. Because I kind of agree with the with the undercover cop in the flashback. I think Locke is a better farmer than a hunter, even though Locke desperately wants to be a hunter yeah i think i i would i could see the last one with echo being what a man black i mean um, I, i've never heard of him being able to like possess someone or maybe mr echo wasn't possessed maybe that was just a hallucination that Locke saw yeah but i think i think the sweat lodge is more just island dead people thing mm-hmm. that would be my interpretation but, man the in the fight what he ate what did he eat <sighs> in the sweat lodge herbs and spices is a secret blend <laughs> is that what he said? No. I was like, wait, wait. That's Tim it. has a sweat lodge. <laughs> and those of you that don't know Tim very well, he has a sweat lodge. No, no, that, that's just my interpretation. I have no idea. 
They, they didn't say specifically what it was. I thought just, it was weird that he. We see the visual of him eating this mud-like stuff, and then later he's smearing mud on him. And I appreciated Charlie's utter snark at the beginning of this episode, <laughs> yes. though it was well deserved and well placed, and doesn't really redeem my my least favorite episode of Lost, Fire Plus Water, but. You don't uh, like that episode? No, it's my least favorite. What? No, I... I... What? <laughs> Why? Why? No, that's my question. <laughs> because it's just not a, it's not a good episode. Like, it has, <laughs> it has, it has Charlie, like, acting like a maniac okay, for, for no good reason. Tim and I will duke this out. <laughs> it's a very hard episode to watch. Yes. Yes, it is. Back to Locke. I mean, what he's eating is, um... Probably hallucinogenic stuff. I mean, Herbs and spices. meant to bring on hallucinations. Yeah. So, I mean, it could still be in his system when he's talking to Locke. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's possible. And not Locke, Echo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't realize that there's a polar bear that runs at him at the end of that, that sequence. Yeah. I thought it was a wolf. Oh, it, was hard, then, it was hard to tell. But then yeah. seeing the polar bear later, it was like, oh, that was totally a polar bear. I, I suspect the polar bear was CG, and they wanted to use him very sparingly, so yeah. they were doing like these really quick takes. <laughs> yes. Never wanted you to look too closely at him. Like, you can't stay still, because then you'd be like, oh. Yeah. But I think the sweat lodge and the echo thing is a, a perfect example of Lost saying, look, there's some spiritual thing, but in some ways, when they give answers or sort of things, it's, it, it's not what Lost does for that sort of... That gray area between science and faith. Yeah, <laughs> I thought in the flashback when the, um, when the undercover agent said we think you'd be amenable to coercion, I'm like, unfortunately, that's like Locke's entire thing. I mean, mm-hmm. long he's just used. No, he's just used the Aww. whole time. He's I mean, a sad, sad. Man. He just wants to be loved really and is. special. And they just play that up on him, like, oh no, you are special. The weird thing is, I wonder if even by the people he was working with, if he was being used by them in some ways. I mean, mm-hmm. they they seemed all like lovey-dovey in, their, in the family, the mm-hmm. dinner scene, but as soon as like things were going south, I mean, well, for one thing, they're drug makers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, you can't tell me they're actually pious people, at least yeah. not devout, uh, orthodox. The two, yeah, they turn on him pretty quickly when... when um, and he was like, well, we can fix this. I, I think the interesting thing with this flashback, you know, Jacks are very in your face. This one, the subtext is basically he's here at this drug cult commune, basically, because he's just trying not to be angry. He's trying to find a family. Mm. I mean, everything he does wrong is because he's trying to feel, to fix something, you to know. To feel connected, to have his, find his place. Yeah, he tends to try to, he, it's just interesting, you know, Jack tried to beat himself into submission and other people and Locke tries to do like connect. Mm-hmm. It's interesting when the, the cop initially asked him, are you farmer or hunter? He didn't respond. He just kind of smiled, but it was sort of like a cover up. Like he's not entirely sh- sure who he is or what he wants to be or what he wants to be. Mm-hmm. The urge to feel connected. I feel feels more farmer than hunter to mm-hmm. me, but I think it's probably a masculine thing to want to would prefer to be hunter rather than the, the other way around. I honestly could not remember if he killed Eddie. I, I was could. like, does he do it? Oh, goodness. No, and and it's it's very consistent with Locke because yeah. later this season, he gets Sawyer to kill... I think it's this season. Or is it season yeah. four? No, no, it's this yeah, season. Yeah, it's this season. He has to get Sawyer to kill his father, the person who he should have well, yeah. the most desire to kill. Yeah. Um, he still has to get someone else I, to do it because... Yeah, he's not a killer. No, he's really not. It never does, I don't think, in the entire season. Well, no. 
<laughs> he does kill Naomi, weirdly enough. <laughs> now I think about it. People he doesn't have connections with. Yeah, I guess. Because he, had, he was, you know, he he won his dad, and he, he had spent six weeks with this guy. You know, he's always trying, people he's trying to bring under his wing, you know, he wants to connect with. Mm-hmm. Naomi doesn't care. I, I guess Which that's Which one's true. Naomi? She's the, the freighter, the, or the, parachute. the, the, the lady who parachutes in from the freighter. He kills her at like the very beginning, end of the season, if I remember right. Or begin next. I don't know. Or begin, I, I forget. But My brain just is she's, giving me yeah. Libby's face. I know it's not going to be Libby. No, she, she uh, no, wait. darker skin. Uh, oh, yep, yep. Okay, there forgot we go. about that. I can't think, I, I was trying to think what else, yeah. Well, but to go with Brianna's, you know, you couldn't tell, remember if you shot, and I couldn't remember if you got shot or not. But Lost is really good just holding those moments. You're like, and you could buy either oh. way. Yeah. I still remember season one, even when we watching it, when um, Charlie's hanging there and Jack's trying to bring him back to life. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know he's going to come back to life, but they, just drag, they yeah. just drag it out. I mean, they do a very good job of milking those dramatic moments. Mm. Because some shows you're like, oh, I know what's going to happen. They're just dragging out. But a lot of times in Lost, you're like, I don't know what's going to happen here. <laughs> yeah. A question you had during the show about, had we seen that truck before in the cave? Yeah. I kind of don't think so. I think it was a different cave. Because if I remember right, there was caves that the tail people were using for a while. It was like another Dharma station or okay. something. No, I feel like they were wandering around when they were crossing and found a truck somewhere. And they they made a point of it. And I thought this was a payoff. Possibly. I mean. I, I don't remember. It's been forever. It seemed like, the, it looked like this was a bare cave. And <laughs> with like all the bones and no, stuff. No, but I think it was a sort of thing. They didn't go as deep into it? They didn't it. go as... No, it was like outside or something in the cave. Well, anyways, Maybe. why would you point out the truck? Well, why did they point it out the first time? Well, I don't know. To make it... I think that's when they were... I don't know. It seems like they were in the track and the others. Mm, it's possible. I could I be guess. wrong. I could, we'll have to look it up later. It's, I'm going to go back okay. and watch season one and two, because some of this stuff is driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to now, too, actually. But. If, if it isn't there, it's, it's still one of those things we don't really know where the truck came from in the first place. Is like one of those randomly reoccurring elements. Mm, yeah, except, you know, then like we the saw the Dharma dead, dead person. Oh, that's true. So he probably just uh, took... Took some Dharma people. I, I, mean, from, I mean, especially if there's that pit of them. Yeah. Maybe. Well, the this group doesn't know about the Dharma's compound. The, the that they had the village modern things. Yeah. So a truck would be a weird thing to find. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Expect like why would a child's toy be on the island? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's fair point. Also, shout out to Geronimo Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> it was on the guy's shirt. So basically, what the impression the, the that's an ongoing thing the Geronimo Jackson and then the um, Apollo bars. I was gonna say Apollo oh, candy yeah. bars, recurring things from the world of Lost that for... also show up in Once Upon a Time. Some of them. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the chicken place where Hurley works? Oh, uh, <laughs> Mr. Clux. Yeah, because <laughs> that one shows up a lot. A too. little, not as much. But... Oh, I like Mr. Clux. <laughs> Have we seen it get hit by the asteroid yet? I uh... don't think so. I think that's Trisha. I think the episode is Trisha Tanaka is dead. Okay. I don't think we've had that one yet. Okay. I'm not sure. That one's fun. <laughs> no, we, we met uh, Nikki and uh, Paolo. Paolo. They were here. <laughs> it was so funny because it's exactly what we're watching, and Natasha's like, who are those people? <laughs> I, I knew because I knew they were coming up. Otherwise, it would have been like, for real. Which is what everyone was saying. Everyone was like, well, who are Wait, these people? <laughs> okay. This is the funny thing for me about Nikki and Paolo. Since I started watching in season three, and I think I had seen, I think I had seen, watched some of, I think I may have seen some of the season two finale. But I remember thinking the same thing. It's like, so they only talk about these people. What do, what do they do about all these other people on the beach? Do, do <laughs> yeah. they ever say anything? And so I kind of dug that, like, 
and I remember Joanna saying, like, who in the world are those two? Like, they're probably just random strangers. Yeah. You know, why, why wouldn't they have something to say about mm-hmm. all this? And so I kind of, for me, I kind of dug that they made these ran- these two <laughs> random people I kind of liked characters. it, yeah. Um, it bugged other people because this was a period when people were starting to get impatient with the mysteries of Lost and mm-hmm. lack of answers. But I, I still dig the idea. But what about but Froger? But you hate fire plus water? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, that's all I need to know. So we need to retape that episode with you. I'm gonna just go home and watch just that episode. <laughs> <laughs> See, as a Charlie fan, I would I would think you wouldn't like that episode either. I like any Charlie episode. Oh, uh, okay. Well, then. Charlie was particularly great in this episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. Good, good banter. Good lines. And I was a yeah. middle school girl when I watched. Lost. <laughs> you know, and I he see. was in Lord of the Rings, so you know. Well, he knew about tre- he's like trees are great conversationalists. I'm like, well, you would know that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's fun. So, yeah, I think that's most of everything. I think, yeah, I think that's all I got. It was nice to get a kind of a island centric one after all the all the others. other stuff. Yes, definitely cool. Glad to be back with in with Lost and Locke and everyone. So, until next time, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Tim, Nick. And other people. Other people that talked. Brianna and Natasha. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.